It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Good morning, listeners. It is so good to be with you today baseball. We all love baseball. We've missed a little bit this year with all the uh, COVID-19 activities, but my guest today had a boyhood dream. His boyhood dream was to play one day in the major leagues. Guess what? That dream came true, but something happened on the way to the dugout. He got involved with some drugs, and, well, we're going to let him tell you his story. His name is Barry Lyons from the big city of Biloxi, Mississippi. Hello, Barry. How are you? Good morning, Ron. Great to be with you today. Well, Barry, you, you know, had a dream come true that most people never had an opportunity. You got to play in the big leagues. Didn't you play for the New York Mets? I did, Ron. It was a childhood dream, and I'm very thankful that God blessed me with the talent and all the other things that go along with it. Uh, Great parents, great brothers, role models, great coaches, teammates, friends, supporters. I had a lot of people pulling for me and helping me, but God blessed me with the talent and the determination and the visual that uh, I wanted to become a big league baseball player and uh, by the grace of God and all kinds of things happening in in my favor and blessings galore and just the love and passion for the great game of the baseball. You've always loved baseball. When I've talked to you just at the coffee shop, you just glow when you talk about baseball. So it's a part of you, a part of your destiny that God gave you. But, Barry, baseball wasn't all popcorn, peanuts, and Cracker Jacks for you. You had some struggles, so let's pick up in your baseball. And What are some of the things that happened to you? I know you played with some big stars like Daryl Strawberry and some of the other people you'll tell, but tell us what happened in baseball that kind of messed up your life and put some hell in your life until one day you got out of it. Yes, well, uh, I began drinking alcohol on the weekends. Uh, my last couple of years in high school and uh, the party uh, atmosphere and the culture that I grew up in, uh, it was pretty common. And then when I got to college, I was blessed to play for a godly man named Dave Boo Ferris at Delta State University. And the party continued and picked up and drinking uh, more and more. And and then I was introduced to marijuana my second year of college. And I initially didn't care for it, but uh, eventually uh, I I got to where it was something that I looked forward to after the ball game or after practice. uh, one thing led to another into the minor leagues. Uh, great successes on the field. Uh, our teams did exceptionally well. Part of championships was most valuable player several different times through college and in the minor leagues. And, uh, but that, that lifestyle of party, the game ended, uh, the party was on, win, lose, or draw. Uh, it was uh, just a lifestyle and a culture that I got caught up in, and I made the choices to do it. Uh, but thankfully, and uh, fortunately, I made it to the major leagues in 1986. Had seven seasons in the major leagues with the New York Mets primarily, but three other teams. But uh, the nightlife and the partying scene and the just the distractions and the, 
the temptations that were available to you as a, a member of the New York Mets, a world championship team, uh, probably the uh, highest uh, ranking team in baseball for the era that I was there. Uh, we had superstars. You mentioned Daryl Strawberry, Dwight Gooden, Keith Fernandez, and Gary Carter were our four marquee name players, but we had great team all the way across the board. And we won the World Series my rookie year in 86, but unfortunately I suffered a broken forearm in August of that year, so I was not in uniform or on the active roster, but was certainly a part of that team. Anyway, the, the culture of our team uh, was, you know, do what we had to do and kick butt on the field, but the post game was a pretty wild and crazy time in the mid and late 80s. And most of my teammates, certainly not all, but most of us uh, participated in uh, that, that nightlife and that party scene and all the things that go with it. And eventually, that party lifestyle eventually caught up to me throughout my career. And then after my career, you know, when the the games were over. and I managed in the minor leagues a little bit. I've been teaching and working in baseball in various capacities ever since. But uh, the addiction stayed there. Uh, ultimately, it became an addiction. It was fun and for a season, but ultimately it became an addiction. It uh, just festered and, and grew, and I struggled with it for many, many years. And then 2002, I uh, moved back home to Biloxi uh, with some uh, big goals in mind. And in 2005, Hurricane Katrina came ashore and hell broke loose. And uh, I uh, succumbed to the enemy in so many ways. My addiction spiraled out of control. I had loss and devastation in all kinds of forms uh, and realities. And uh, my family uh, was affected horribly in, in so many ways. And uh, when I needed God the most, I, I didn't turn to Him. Uh, my faith in God and my trust in Him carried me through all those years to get me to achieve my, my childhood dream. But uh, when I became a major leaguer and got caught up in the lifestyle and the trappings that go with it, uh, I turned from God and, and I, I drifted into the world. And uh, That stronghold of addiction that the enemy had on me. Uh, he held me longer than I ever dreamed I would be held. He cost me more than I could ever pay, and he kept me longer than I would ever imagine being kept. So it uh, it uh, was a, a very difficult time after Hurricane Katrina, and uh, my life really spiraled out of control uh, with the alcohol primarily, but also marijuana and other drugs as well. But uh, the alcohol uh, and the marijuana was something that, had a hold on me for many, many years, but thankfully I'm eight and a half years plus uh, going strong, born again Christian, and God has uh, redeemed my life and redeemed uh, me in every way, and I'm just so thankful for that. Amen. You know, Barry, they say that everybody has to hit bottom before they ask for help. What was it that caused you to hit bottom and cry out for help? Well, there were several times uh, throughout my addiction in those latter years where I, I, I knew uh, I needed help. I knew I needed to change, but uh, I tried at times. I tried to conform. I tried to, to do things to uh, change, but uh, it's not possible without Jesus. And finally, uh, Christmas morning, 2011, I woke up uh, empty house, uh, 
on the couch. Uh, no Christmas tree, no Christmas presents, no family, nobody, nothing except uh, a bottle of Jack Daniels and a bag of marijuana on the coffee table. And, and it was in that misery, in that moment when I cried out to the Lord, but the, the devil had such a uh, stronghold on me that uh, I struggled and battled and chickened out again uh, for about another week. But uh, things happened uh, January 2nd, 2012, that uh, really set uh, the wheels in motion. And uh, I uh, cried out to my then girlfriend who had left me uh, to uh, come help me. And, and she got me entered into a detox program and she came, uh, even though she didn't have to. And, uh, by the grace of God, uh, that detox program really, uh, I felt myself starting to change and the poisons and the toxins that I put into my body and into my mind for so long was slowly being removed. And, and I felt different pretty much right away. But, uh, once I completed the, uh, the uh, process of uh, detoxification, uh, I chose be because my wife, Julie, today encouraged me to go to the Home of Grace, uh, a 90-day Christ Christian addiction recovery program here in Van Cleve, Mississippi, and that was the turning point for me. Uh, on the third day in the program, uh, I heard a sermon at our chapel service uh, where the preacher preached on the parable of the prodigal son. And, and it, it, it just uh, illuminated in my mind, and I could see myself in that parable, in that story, in that man running to the father. And when he had the altar call, I ran, literally ran to the altar and accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and my life has been radically, I mean radically transformed since. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to take a break. Listeners, don't go anywhere because right after the break, you're going to hear what exciting things Barry has been doing since that transformation. And he's going to offer some ideas and hope for those out there that maybe you're struggling. Maybe you need to break free of an addiction or some stronghold in your life. I'll be back in one minute. Does God speak to us today? If so, what does he sound like? Thundering roars, crashing waves, a booming megaphone. Maybe sometimes, but maybe it's not quite as Hollywood dramatic as all that. Maybe it's a little more simple. John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. In the midst of all the noise and questions, God is speaking and we can hear his voice. We just need to learn to recognize it. So what does he sound like? He sounds like love, like reconciliation, like kindness, wisdom, hope, truth. Do you know those sounds? Then maybe you hear his voice more often than you think. Maybe you're being led by him more than you realize. Maybe God is speaking to you and you actually are listening. You just didn't know it. Listeners, welcome back. 
My guest today on Get the Hell Out of Your Life is Barry Lyons. Barry, in the first segment, talked about his boyhood dream coming true, playing for the New York Mets with with great names, Daryl Strawberry, Gary Carter, Dwight Gooden, and so many others. But he got wrapped up in drugs and alcohol and marijuana and that wild nightlife in New York City. But then he found Savior. What year was it? Uh, January of uh, the day, the third day you ran down to the altar was what? January? January 19th, Janu- 2012. January 19th, 2012. And now, Barry, you were liberated there. You were set free and you have been a mover and shaker in the kingdom of God. So when you got out of the home of grace, first of all, a lot of people can't comprehend, maybe they're suffering from addiction, that really there is a transformation. So how did you feel spiritually in your mind and in your body? Did you get excited? Were you excited about God igniting that destiny in you that you finally had removed every obstacle to pursue your destiny? Absolutely, Ron. Uh, You know, there were many years where I, I rarely went a day without getting high or getting drunk or at least in, in, indulging in uh, alcohol or, or drugs of some sort uh, for many years. But uh, the minute I surrendered my life, I had been about two weeks clean at that point uh, from the detox and then uh, the time in between getting admitted into the home of grace and in and, and that process. Uh, so I, I already felt better and I already knew I was doing the right thing. But uh, it really was a, a spiritual transformation that uh, that occurred. Uh, that night when I went to the altar, it was an, almost as if it was an out-of-body experience. I mean, the, the supernatural power of Jesus Christ overwhelmed me and li- lifted me out of that chair, literally. And, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, for all that I've done in my life, I express myself through my baseball. I was somewhat shy, somewhat reserved, and in some ways still am, but when it came to baseball, my light went on and everything was, was awesome. Well, uh, baseball, as it turns out, just as a platform for me to, to share how awesome Jesus Christ is and, and what he did for me and how he took uh, a guy that was broken in every way and, and, and just, uh, you know, at, at rock bottom and lifted me out of the mud and the mire and put me on solid rock. And that night at the chapel in home at the home of grace uh, began the transformation. I still had 87 days in the program, but the word of God became real to me, became alive to me. I read the Bible. I knew a lot of scripture. I knew uh, a lot of the stories and, and the teachings of the Bible, but it, it didn't uh, really manifest in me until uh, after that night. And then through the course of the program, I couldn't get enough. I, I literally would just couldn't wait for chapel service at night and, and to hear the, the wonderful spiritual guides and teachers there just dissecting the Bible for us and, and really comprehending and really understanding what Jesus was telling me through the Word of God. It, it became something that uh, it's hard to describe, but uh, I've been thankful not only for myself to have been redeemed and born again, but I've led uh, countless others to the home of grace. I've uh, led others to Jesus Christ. 
through my sharing my testimony. And there's no greater feeling than, than uh, you know, having your testimony help someone to uh, turn to Jesus. And, and certainly that is the most powerful uh, thing that I can do as a, as a, as a Christian is to, to share and to encourage others to seek Jesus Christ and open their hearts and their minds to him because he's there with all of us at all times. But unfortunately, so many people in this world don't know that or don't realize that or don't understand that. And, and, and uh, you know, the ego gets involved, which it did for me. Uh, and uh, edging God out is one way I've heard or one description of the word ego, uh, you know, over the years. But uh, there's so many amazing things that have happened since uh too many to well, count. Barry, Barry uh, before we go on to that part, what's happening, I believe right now there's somebody out there that's listening and saying, yeah, yeah, that was that Barry. You know, he had a good support network, but I don't have family. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a wife that would help me. I'm all alone. And, you know, my best friend is Jack Daniels. And uh, so that Jesus stuff, you know, that's that might be for Barry and Ron and all his other guests he's had. But uh, that's not for me because I don't even think Jesus likes me because I've done so many crazy, crappy things in my life. What would you tell that person? Well, Jesus is uh, the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, only through him can one get to the Father. You know, a lot of people don't believe, don't see, or know Jesus in a, in a close, personal way. Uh, everybody has heard of Jesus, or most everyone, but not everyone has surrendered their life to him and, and really believed and understood who he really is. He is the Son of God. He uh, came to earth and lived a, a perfect life, a sinless life, and, and he taught many, many people and shared the truth to uh, the people of that day. And uh, his words were documented and written, and that is what the Word is, the Bible. The, well, we heard that expression a lot, Barry, that says, "When who the sun sets free is free indeed. In other words, that a lot of people out there that are suffering from addiction, from anything that's holding them back in being who God created them to be, they're being held back with these, you know, imaginary shackles because they really are imaginary. They're in our mind and they're very real to us. But when we surrender to God, he cuts those, he breaks those imaginary shackles so we can then open up our heart and the love of Christ because it is the love of Christ that transforms our life to become who we created to be. Isn't this all about what you've, what you've really experienced at that altar and in your life? You've had that liquid love love of Jesus just pouring you. And when you have so much in you, it just spills out into other people in your, in your circle into wherever you travel. Amen. Well, the, the, the devil is a liar. Amen. Uh, first and foremost, he is a liar and his way of attacking most people. Uh, if you're on his team, if you're doing his work, if you're living out of uh, out of the, 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 the being of a, a Christian, if you're living that uh, uh, that life of bondage and, and that, that life of addiction and that life of sin, then you don't know. Uh, the devil really won't mess with you. He'll, he'll just kind of encourage you to stay 
stay the course. But uh, once you surrender your life to Jesus and you become a Christian and, and you uh, have that transformation, he's going to attack you even more. And his favorite way, most prominent way of attacking you is through your mind. He will, will feed you full of lies, feed you full of things that you're not worthy, you're not good enough, that you can't change, and Jesus is not real, and, and so many other lies that he will will try to inflict upon you. And that's where the Word of God comes in. That's where the trust in Jesus comes in. And that's where the supernatural power of being a born-again Christian comes in. You can fight off those lies. You can, you can stop those fiery darts. You can put that armor of God on every day. Amen. And fight the enemy. And that's what's most important, to stay in the Word, to trust the Lord, to put the armor of God on every day and fight. It's a spiritual warfare. It's a spiritual warfare. And you said a word supernatural. And that's what we're talking about. Listeners is a supernatural experience. You know, eyes haven't seen ears. Haven't heard. We can't comprehend what God has in store for us. But when we surrender, when we open up our heart, we are transformed in a supernatural way because the bottom line, Barry, each of us, you, me, and everybody listening, we have certain talents, skills, and abilities that we need to give to the world. God needs us to be who he created us to be. And the devil knows how powerful and how awesome our destiny is. So he wants to keep us in this invisible perimeter of uh, doom and gloom and no, I'm not anybody I can't do anything, but you broke through that perimeter. And since you've been out, I've known you, I've run into you in the different uh, parts of the community over the years, and you are a fireball. You've touched people, but what people actually see, it's not Barry Lyons, it's Jesus working through you so you become the person he created you to be. So today, how is the life of Barry Lyons? Have you discovered your destiny? Are you discovering your destiny? And have you got the hell out of your life? Well, the hell out of my life is certainly uh, a true statement. Uh, Jesus took care of that. Uh, I'm still a work in progress, as we all are. But uh, once we have been touched by that supernatural power that only comes through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Things change radically, and uh, my mind has been transformed in a way that I, I look at uh, life totally different than I used to. Uh, I trust in the Lord. I trust in His plan. I've had challenges. We've had obstacles, obviously, and what's happened over the last six months has been challenging. And being quarantined and, and, and you know, baseball not being played and, and life uh, just full of adjustments and and uh, there's been challenges, to say the least, but uh, Julie and I, my wife of eight and a half years, I'm just so thankful for her. She has been a truly uh, a blessing Amen. for me and, and, and our families. We, we, uh, we're we together. We're, we're letting the light of Jesus shine in us and through us. And, you know, we're not perfect. We, we have our struggles and our battles, but... Uh, but you, you know, know who's on know your the side. Lord is in yeah. <laughs> yeah, you we know. know the Lord is in <laughs> Amen. Now, Barry, uh, we're just about out of time. How do people reach out to you? Do you have a Facebook page? Do you have a website? How can people get in touch with Barry Lyons, former New York Mets baseball player? Well, I do have a Facebook page. 
uh, Barry Lyons, uh, and then also my wife, Julie, and I, we have been blessed to uh, partner with uh, a new business opportunity called Q News. It's a health and wellness uh, company that we're just so excited about. And Barry and Julie on Facebook uh, would be the best way to reach out to us and reach out to me, Barry and Julie. Lions on Facebook. And and, uh, and Lions certainly. listeners is spelled L-Y-O-N-S. Well, Barry, one thing I ask all my guests before we go, for the listeners out there, how do you get the hell out of your life? Turn to Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. And then another scripture verse that I really love is uh, Romans eight twenty eight. All we for we know all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. Wow! Everyone has a purpose, and the good Lord is there waiting to hear from you. Open your heart to Him, just just a, just a smidgen, if you will, or just open that heart door just a little bit and invite Jesus in. You will be eternally Amen. grateful, and I promise you. Jesus is the answer. Amen. So well put, Barry Lyons. Always a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you for, thank you for joining uh, me and my listeners today on Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Your story's been encouraging, empowering, and very, very inspiring. God bless you, and we'll check in again with you very soon. God bless you, Ron. And you're just doing amazing things in your ministry. Uh, I'm honored to be on the show with you today. Thank you, Barry. Don't you like hearing happy stories? Sometimes our life is not a happy story. Things just get in the way and we don't want them to get in the way. And sometimes we have no control. We have no self-discipline. Temptation comes in like a roaring lion and it's there to kill, steal and destroy our purpose. But let me tell you something, my friend. You have an incredible purpose that God needs you to walk into. See, when we walk in our purpose, when you walk into your destiny, the chains of addiction, the chains of doubt and despair are gone. And you then are developing yourself into being the person that God created you to be. And I'm telling you, life is really, really good when you let God lead you, when you let God direct you. Life is fun. Life is to be enjoyed, not endured. You know, we need to take this time that this chaos is in this world and just say, God, I need you. I want to be who you created me to be. And friends, when you do that, God unleashes his supernatural power in you and you become that awesome, incredible person that God created you to be. I love you. God loves you. God has a plan for you, and he will never, never abandon you or cause you to fail. He's on your side. So when you give Jesus your heart, he will give you his voice and teach you how to get the hell out of your life forever. I'll see you next week. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org, 
And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.